ad tech is always so fast paced and changing. And I think that's what attracted me initially to the industry and has gotten me um, to stay interested in the industry for all these years. So it's really exciting. You're listening to Identity Revolution, a podcast from the consumer identity management experts at Infutor Data Solutions. In each episode, we invite industry leaders for data-driven discussions on all things marketing, analytics, and identity. Join us as we take a deep dive into industry trends strategies, and the future of data technology. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Infutor Data Solutions Identity Revolution podcast. My name is Corey Davis. I lead the MarTech, AdTech, and Media Vertical Ecosystem and Category here at Infutor, and very excited to have our guest today, Nola Solomon. Nola is SVP of Global Go-To-Market at Critio. I'm saying it the American way, not the French way. Critio. Nola joined in July 21 and has spent the last 10 plus years across marketing, media, ad tech, et cetera. And she's been a bunch of places. NBC Universal, Daily Motion, the Trade Desk, AOL, and specific media, along with a few years at the beginning of her career on publishing side with Stonesong Press and Simon & Schuster. On the side, she's also involved with Girls Right Now, Forbes Women Forum, it's hard to say, Chief and Primary Ventures NYC Founders Fellowship, also kind of hard to say. Very excited to have you, Nola. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. All right. So to get us started, I guess, give the audience a little bit more depth on that overview and your background. How have you gone through this wild and crazy world that we know as, as media and ad tech end up in this role you're at now? Yeah. I mean, I think like everybody, right. I fell into ad tech completely by happenstance. I was actually working odd jobs and getting my master's in psychoanalytic developmental psychology, which is a very fancy way of saying Freudian psychology. And I sort of needed a job and somebody, my program's wife was the director of ad ops at specific media. So that's how I got in. And I just, um, I loved it. Like I just realized what a great industry it was, how interesting, how fast paced. My interest really went from what I was doing at Specific, which was really an ad operations to um, more business development and account management on publisher side and moving into a role at Millennial Media, really focusing on the mobile space, which brought me ultimately to Singapore to lead out the supply team for APAC for them. And that's when we got acquired by AOL. So spent some time with AOL. I also think almost everyone in the industry has touched <laughs> there at some point. And then obviously with focus on how programmatic was evolving with data and audiences and really understanding where uh, the focus of spend was going, I got really interested in not only the buy side, but also in, in data partnerships. And so I, I moved over to the trade desk to, to focus on there. And then through that, I also ended up kind of expanding and broadening my, my horizons with the role at Daily Motion leading all the programmatic partnerships and revenue, and then leading me to CTV and NBC Universal, which was a really amazing opportunity to really lead programmatic for a big broadcaster to help launch programmatic on Peacock, which was just getting developed at the time and everything that goes into that. So really understanding deeply how the publisher side operates, how the data business operates, and how, of course, the the buy side and the sell sides are connected through this kind of well-rounded experience has landed me in the go-to-market role here at Critio. So I lead what we call go-to-market, which is really a mix of different groups. So I have product marketing, what I call global go-to-market, which is really business strategy, 
um, and translating the product strategy into the business plans and the go-to-market plans and the enablement, of course. And then also the regional go-to-market team, which is a globally based regional a global regional team of commercialization specializations around the customers that we service. So we're really the bridge organization between commercial and product, working really closely with those two organizations and of course with marketing and partnerships and the supply teams. Got it. Got it. And Critio is certainly, you know, one of the biggest around a, a very scaled sort of global ad tech business and has been in the game, as they say, for a long time, known for retargeting. But as you look at, okay, the, the cookie crumbling thing and how are we going to pivot the business and expand the business beyond that, that retargeting focus, I guess, what is the focus for the future for Critio? Yeah. So 2021 was a pivotal year for us. We really moved from being a single product retargeting company, leveraging our existing and really incredible assets to transition into a multi-product commerce media platform. And that's really our focus. We did a whole brand mark, uh, brand remarketing on this in 2021 in June um, in our investor day. And everything we've been working on since then and into this year has been about developing this platform for the open internet that really connects marketers, their agencies, and suppliers, whether those are media owners on the retail media side or kind of your traditional publishers to create a environment where that drives commerce outcomes for both sides of the business. Got it. Got it. That sounds like that was right around the time that you were joining the business. That's right. So I guess what sort of progress can you share on that sort of diversification away from the retargeting into these other, these other focus areas? Yeah, massively successful. I mean, we've been diving into our new solutions business already prior to even kind of bringing it all together under commerce media platform and really understanding when we say commerce media, what we mean is a broad umbrella terminology here that that brings together the goodness of retail media and programmatic in the open ecosystem together, um, not just for the retail vertical, but really something that can be broadened across verticals. So creating a platform that services that in an open, transparent, and flexible way, leveraging the data sets that Critio really has at its heart and core around our commerce audiences and the first-party data that we are really privileged to be able to operate on behalf of our 22,000 marketers and our, you know, thousands of direct connections to pubs, but also with regards to the retailers and the other marketers and data and publishers first party data in terms of how they can leverage that for their own uh, benefits across inventory data and audiences for revenue. We've had what we've called kind of specific solutions like contextual products, video products, a CTV product, which we're bringing all together under an audience first strategy that we've launched this year. Um, it's really exciting, getting a lot of really good traction out there. And all of that is really in service of making sure that we can service customers the way that they need in order to solve their challenges for driving the right customer, the right message, the right customer at the right time, no matter where they are. And also helping translate that offline to online, right? There's a lot of trends right now around, of course, buying e-commerce and digital stores, but there's also a move back to in-store. Now that pandemic's it's not over, but unfortunately, but you know, th there's been a, a little bit more, I think of a relaxation around that. So really great traction, a lot more to come from us with regards to the commerce media platform and everything that goes in there and servicing enterprise customers and their agencies, our core business, as well as our media owner partners. Got it. 
Got it. And you just also call back to retail media being the topic of the last podcast episode we were just talking about. So thanks, Allison Lundy. So to talk about the customer base. So I've seen some recent content from, you know, sort of the C-suite that my understanding is that the, the sort of historical business for Critio has always been focused on direct brands, which is great business, but that sort of in the past, the agencies have kind of from your people kind of been left on the side, but now there's definitely a different strategic approach in trying to grow that, that agency side of the business, which is super logical and smart move. I guess, how's that going? What are you working on with them? How are their needs different than the direct brand? How's that going? Yeah. I mean, it's going great. You're, I think you're referencing specifically, right? Our multi-year partnership with Group M, where we really empowered them to be able to be first to market with us in terms of opportunities in the retail media ecosystem, but also globally, the platform in general. And that's just really the beginning of what we're planning to do with them, with agencies, really focusing on strengthening our relationships with the agencies that we already partner with. Retail media has been a huge differentiator there, but also continuing to ensure that the products that we're developing and the go-to-market that we are developing in tandem with that product strategy are really helping in service of the agency challenges and meeting those needs in terms of what they need to do for themselves um, as entities in the ecosystem, but also on behalf of the brands that they represent. So it's been really exciting to be a part of this journey with Critio in terms of helping them bring to agencies the power of Critio's commerce audiences with the retail media audiences across both that on-site and off-site opportunity that you know we know is really exciting in that space today in terms of being able to service agencies across all of the different ways that they support their customers with marketing, with retail media, with growth and performance ambitions. Got it. Got it. So if I'm understanding correctly, the two core customer sets, I guess, are these direct brands, these traditional enterprise direct brands and these agencies. And then in between all of that is, is Critio, three groups that I would imagine are all taking very concerned with the demise of the third party cookie. How's everybody doing? <laughs> uh, global ad tech business, trying to try to pivot and expand. It seems like you're doing pretty well. Brands and agencies fearful of the end, Google death knell thing. So I guess how's everybody, how's everybody doing? Is anybody sleeping or, or how's it going? We're all sleeping great. You know, I mean, look what Google, Apple, any OS or browser changes do and, you know, out of our control, it does not impact or change our plans or our, our product strategy and roadmap. So we have developed a number of really big focus areas to address addressability. Our first party media network is a core component of that, really that piping between the demand and the supply sides to not just maintain, but help grow addressability into the future. And that takes multiple forms, including developing contextual solutions that are really highly performant in addition to leveraging what Critio has been historically extremely good at, right? Which is the artificial intelligence algorithms that we have towards driving performance and being able to do those optimization tactics, not just against one-to-one -one addressable media, which of course we want to continue to help grow, but also against those contextual signals and how do we bring those two worlds together to even drive even more powerful outcomes? I think it's about what 80% of marketers who have said, you know, first party data is going to be a core component of their strategies in the coming years. And I think that's the case for everybody. 
So this is an area that everyone's continuing to invest in. It's extremely important, but it also has different flavors, right, in terms of what first-party data means with regards to engagement data, product skew level data, obviously identity data, and how we match those across the ecosystem in a privacy safe and consumer friendly way, which is another obviously big focus for us at Critio. And then I'll just correct you on one thing. We we service for sure enterprise customers and their agency is a big area for us, but we also you know have a huge business with our, our core customer set, mid, mid-tier, long tail kind of customers and marketers, as well as the media owner clients, whether those are the retailers themselves with the, the monetization piece, but also publishers looking for monetization because we've had for a number of years now direct connections to publishers at scale. And we continue to invest in that area as well in terms of bringing value. And obviously it's a really core piece of the ultimate ad tech puzzle, right? There's no supply without demand and no demand without supply. So. Yep. Got it. Got it. Okay. So you, uh, you got a whole bunch of constituents that you're hoping to support and grow your, your own business. You're, you also individually are, sounds like running a big team with a lot of work ahead of you. The, the cookie is crumbling. You got big tech doing all kinds of crazy stuff, constant new entrants, trying to compete with Critio. It's a lot. So I can't imagine that you're, you're not like doing crazy 15, 17 hour days or something like that. Oh, also you're based in New York. The company's in France, global footprint. There's that whole thing. Airplanes a lot. Oh yeah. How do you manage all that? And what do you do when there's no, there's no ad tech around? How do you get away from the ad tech? How do I get away from the ad tech? Really good compartmentalization skills. I think I've had to develop. Yeah, no, I mean, look, ad tech is always so fast paced and changing. And I think that's what attracted me initially to the industry and has gotten me um, to stay interested in the industry for all these years. So it's really exciting. It's for sure a, a lot of things to stay on top of a lot of progress and projects that we have even here at Critio on top of what's happening in the industry and in the market in general, which is all very relevant, but it's exciting. And it actually, I get motivated by it. So even when I'm tired, I'm doing something that I love that I'm really interested in. And, you know, it's a different kind of tired, a good kind of tired, you know, wake up the next day and you're excited (laughs) to start all over again, regardless of how many hours of sleep you may or may not have gotten. But yeah, no, I mean, I think it's important for sure. We're all human beings. We are not AI. (laughs) Not yet. So, you know, to be able to, to kind of step away, you know, be with your family. I'm recently engaged, um, getting married this summer. So, you know, doing a lot of wedding planning. I think you and I talked when we were at the industry preview, you know, I I run a lot. I live in Hoboken. So it's really nice on the waterfront there. And I get out some creative energy too, through my nonfiction or sorry, my fiction writing, um, my creative writing. Got it. Got it. And you're, I think, like an excellent runner. So congratulations on being engaged. Very exciting. You're like a really strong runner, which I'm very jealous of because I'm (laughs) a below average runner, but you're like, you did marathon recently. I think you've done a bunch. Half marathon. Yeah. You're not just like finishing. You're like doing well, right? Yeah. I did my first half marathon, like official race in Paris, actually, uh, a couple of weeks ago and actually surprised myself with doing much better than I had planned. I was like, I'm going to take this easy as my first one. Let's just relax, like have fun. And I ended up like getting really, you know, competitive about it. No, it's, it's a good release. I mean, I think for a lot of people out there who enjoy kind of breaking a sweat, it's a different kind of pushing yourself. Obviously it feels good afterwards and you feel good in your body, but also, you know, you let your mind kind of wander and, and it's kind of a different way to unwind. Got it. Got it. 
And then outside of that, you're also a writer, yes. fiction writer, right? Yes, that's right. And what are you working on right now? Right now I'm working on polishing what will hopefully be my debut novel about the executioner of Paris during the French Revolution. So tying in a little of my background, I'm half French, to uh, history and, and creative writing. And you get to spend part of your day job on location, right? Yes. Yes, That's indeed. Cool. That's Although, cool. you know, during the week, I am uh, ad tech focused uh, yes. on the weekends. Ad tech focused. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Okay. The last question as we kind of come up on time here, I guess, where can the audience find out more about you, connect with you, find out more about Critio, et cetera? Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, Critio.com, our website, lots of great information there. And we're constantly evolving and updating it as we, you know, as we launch more, more products and, and get closer to the, the ultimate vision of commerce media platform. I'm personally available on LinkedIn and which is, I think my favorite social media channel ever. And uh, also via email, um, n.solomon at critio.com. Um, very happy to connect with people, talk about what we're doing here and see if there's interesting ways to partner. Awesome. Well, Solomon, thank you so much for joining us. Audience, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening to Identity Revolution. For more data-driven discussion, subscribe to Identity Revolution on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And for more on how Infutor can improve your data strategy across your entire enterprise, visit infutor.com.